fuck is this? Let's take that. The Arbix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. What's going on, fellow Uplanders, and welcome to another episode of the Upland Property Experts. I'm your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How we doing, brother? Dude, awesome. Yeah, um, so since I haven't had time to put our intro into a video, um, yeah, they heard the F-bomb you dropped as we went live. <laughs> our mics are live in the end. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, our podcast listeners out there heard that as I was struggling through getting the things up and running and <laughs> got your F-bomb going in. Fail. Yeah, big fail. A lot to talk about tonight. We have Dr. Noby here from 1111 to talk about his exciting project that's coming up here in a week. Also, they dropped multiplayer racing. Um, so that will be fun. And they dropped car specs. Have, have you had a chance to check out the car specs? Well, I feel like the car specs have been out for a while, eh? Have no? they? Okay. I'm, yeah. I might have been slow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They've been out for a while. Okay. Uh, now I'm like, you got me. I'm like logging in on my other screen to go play. I just missed it. So, And then also they're uh, setting the stage for Upland's first big vote in the Upland improvement uh, proposal. And I guess we need to break that down again because it seems like a lot of people are very confused uh, about the whole Wait, are you not confused well i think a lot of people were surprised that upland always intended to mint more upex and it's just they're wanting us to decide how they're doing it um but yeah it's not clear cut but it was always their intention they just want to figure out they're, they're looking for community input and in seeing what they're thinking doesn't mean they're going to follow it but at least they got our vote Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right. We, we, and as always, we do have the secondary market. We got a lot to get to this. Oh, evening. there we go. Plus, we had the we had the San Francisco meetup. We got to talk about. Oh yeah, and the San Francisco meetup. Yep. Yeah. All right, everybody. And we had the we had the spooktacular. Right? Do we have so much? You can't call things. Okay. Anyway. Um, no, no. No. Shut it down. Uh, oh. Shut it down. Yeah, the, the sheriffs in Ohio that dressed their horses up as ghosts. Yeah, that's the county I live in. So, yeah. <laughs> the, the ones on the national u- news. Yeah. Like, nice. uh, uh, I, I don't, I'm like, how did anybody think that was a good idea? Anyway, <laughs> moving, on, <laughs> moving on. I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. So That's on par with uh, Kim Kardashian showing up to a non-Halloween party dressed full on in blue as an avatar but it was like not a dress up it was not a a halloween party like that it wasn't a costume party nice like i don't even want to know how many people got fired from that (laughs) yeah she was probably not happy no that had to be absolutely she looked hot though but it had to be mortifying yeah does she really get mortified nowadays with everything she's done and put out there 
I don't know. That'd still be. I mean, she's still a person. <laughs> I know she's still a person, but by then your th- your skin gets pretty thick. So I guess I don't know. I, I don't know either. <laughs> I'll ask her next time I run into her. Um, I'll be like, "Yo, how bad was it?" Next time you run into her, man, we're already yeah. in November. How the hell did we get to November? Yeah, the third, three days in. All right, top 10 city floors. Um, Manhattan slightly up, but still under 80K. Um, Biggest jump is Bakersfield. I I don't know what really went on in Bakersfield this week, but it jumped six spots uh, coming in at number nine at 7,700 UPEX. So go ahead and get that, Bakersfield. Get it, Bakersfield. Good for you. Um, Other than that, everybody's... Wait, I think I... Oh, no, I'm not in Bakersfield. I'm in Santa Clara. Okay. Oh, do I need to be in San Francisco to race? Mm, not right now. Oh, okay. Because I literally just flew here because I had to buy some legit. Holy cow, the fire sales on um, the Halloween decor. Really? Jeez. Oh, my gosh. I am just, I am racking them up. I- I'm glad you don't Are have you kids. Ha- if you have Halloween decor and you're looking to liquidate, come talk to me. I am happy to help. I am buying burners right now to get all of those fantastic things. Now I love that. That's dedication right That's there. Good. What up? I love that. What is that bird? I don't know. That bird looks like it's seen some stuff, though. It's like, seen some stuff, and it needs to be a block explorer. Yeah, if that bird, somebody make that bird a block explorer. Where's the justice if it's not a block explorer? Yeah. Um, but overall, top 10 city floors in Upland, pretty stable. So not too concerned there with all the chaos going on. 30-day uh, change for 30 days. Uh, nothing's really drastic. Um, Dallas is down 22.26%. Um, but, you know, that's the newness wearing off. Um, still pretty high overall on the markups there. Uh, Arlington's U.S. dollar price is down 28.5%, down from $9.45 to $6.75. Oh, geez. Nice. Good job, JT. JT, that's what's up. Yeah. Red birdie. Um, Dirty birdie, more like it. (laughs) What what do you think? We should maybe do a – do we – are there six people in the audience that have cars? I don't know. If you have a car and you're watching us now, let us know because we can do a we'll do a race live. We'll do a race live and I'll put up a hundred thousand upex that says that you can't beat me. So we got two cars in the audience, so we need three more. Well, wait, hold on. I don't know who's in the audience. <laughs> I'm just hoping no one has a series one R. <laughs> <laughs> So we got two. Alpine white, number two. So. All right. So we got three. We still need two more to fill out the race. We'll continue to look. You got a car? I got like a, a, I got an SUV. Yeah. No, we're putting you in. (laughs) I'm going to lose that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I'm not. What if I let you borrow one of mine? Okay. Semis. One of my semis. No. Sorry, I didn't finish this. 
<laughs> I, I should have waited. I, I should have waited. <laughs> All right, we need we need one more. Eleven uh, Eleven's getting in with their van. Uh, trying to pay five hundred for a series one. I think that that's the new ones. Maybe I know somebody was just trying to sell me one for a thousand, and I was just like, no way. And it was the the base model, like. No, I because the base models were what two or oh, dude. Actually, somebody I bought a green one. I gotta go find uh, somebody. I think they messaged me today. Actually, I gotta check my messages. Nice. Um, overall, the 12 week change on the top 10 city floors in Upland, uh, I say it's pretty good for being over three months. You know, we're seeing the stuff on the 30 day change, so month to month, it's fluctuating about the same, nothing jumps off the page. I'd rather have something that's, I'd call this a stable market right now for Upland secondary market, UpX wise and US dollar wise. Yeah. Is it just me or does it feel like it's been a while since a city release? It has been. Like, I feel like this has been the longest, like non city release time in a little bit, which I'm not mad at either. No, I think with everything getting tight and, you know, you still have the supply out there. Yeah. No, I like it. Because city releases are, I hope that, like, I I feel like they, they put a bunch out there. And I really hope that at some point, because we were talking about, like, it ramping up to then having, like, you know, a city release every month and stuff. But honestly, it's exhausting. It is. Um, I would rather they release like five cities at a time, but like once every six months, like new city month. And it's just we're going to release a bunch of freaking cities. And then that's it. Like maybe like over the course. I don't know, because that's a lot, too. I mean, that's a lot, too, because you, you do the city. If it's a new city. You have the collections that follow up a week after that. So, that you know, that that's a lot, five cities in a month. Now, if you're just doing a new city or two in a month, along with expansions of previous release cities. Yeah, so we talked about that, like the, the ICO, the initial city offering yes. versus, um, you know, the actual expansions. So, all right. Well, I bought all my legits that I can buy for on cooldown right now. <laughs> You're on cooldown. Are, are they yeah. available? Where are you buying them from right now? Uh, I just went to Santa Clara because it was close. Oh, okay. But I, I, as much as I don't like Rutherford in for their properties, I do like Rutherford because it, you can has so many teams uh, to buy legits from. Yeah. That, that's what we've been talking about is it has the two teams. So, yeah. Well, no, it's got more than that. I mean, right now it's got like six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's got, it should have eight. Because you have four and four. I haven't been in, uh, I haven't been in the lobby and now I can see it. it's still looking for, well, hold on, let me see. So I go racing, join private server live. Oh, well, so you can switch between live and tracks, right? Yeah. Um, so then I want to do 
Oh, whoa. You can do a private server and give the people here that are racing the code. Oh, that's kind of... Oh, they have, like... People have, like, made their... But you can, like, scroll down so you can see, like... Hold on, tracks. Hold on, I'm going to do this. Well, why don't you share? You're, you're, you're looking at stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that would be... I mean, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna squirrel the whole whole podcast to something cool, at least share with us. Yeah, <laughs> but it is super cool. Okay, so I think it's this. Okay, how's that coming through? Okay, that's fine. So, so I got live and I got tracks, and so in live, you can see like all these people, JR Wheels cores, like. Do people name their course? They're naming their race. They're naming their race. So wait, so what if I wanted to come here and I wanted to say, uh, which one do I like? I like Marina Run. Marina One's the one that goes across. Yeah, I think so. Okay, require qualifying lap. No. Uh, Allow AI opponents. No. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Now, I I know somebody that has way more cars than you, but still what you have is ridiculous. Nobody has. I don't know of a single other person that has the full Series 1Rs. Ooh. I think I'm the only... I I think I have the only full collection right now. Too bad they stopped handing out badges. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, no, we're going to race, obviously, in the red. You got to go with the red. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, yep, I know. Ooh, dog! Oh, sploosh kadookers. All the little details, like, it actually makes a big difference. If you look at the base model race car, like, even its rims and everything, so greedy. Uh, yeah. Make it a challenge, big series two. No. <laughs> For a second. I mean, he is giving away a hundred thousand Upex, so you got to have. I'll, I'll, we'll do some fun races later, but uh, for this, oh, I might have to go with the Genesis ring too. No, I would do. Got to do classic. Oh wait, does it just is it just going to say like "Thank me later's race" then? Yeah. So I don't get to name it. Oh, I was kind of hoping I could name it like the Upex Podcast Race. Well, we'll see here. I don't know. So now, what's interesting about this is, oh, okay, here we go. Thank me later's course. All right. So here we go. Anybody who wants, go find, go join Thank Me Later's course. Let's see if we can't get a. We can't get six people. Um, Oh, is that better? There it goes. Yep. Okay. So what was I going to say about the... uh, Come on, 11-11, get your van up in there. Get your van up in there. Let's see it. 
Series 2R. So, and if you don't know, which I realize a lot of people didn't know, is that the the letters after the series... Oh, Dizzy! Dizzy, why Dizzy's coming in? Oh, me dirty like that, Dizzy. Oh, man. Oh. All right, Series SE. Is that the semi? <laughs> big no- right, it's big Norm, too. I love it. Big Norm <laughs> driving the semi. I'll give it a minute if you guys want to come and be spectators and try out the spectator mode. Uh, I'll give it a second here. We got There we go. We got, we got one spectator at least. Let's start the race. If you join, I, I think you should be able to see it. This is this is kind of cool. Um, so the the letter after so like the series ones are all the race cars, and then the letter after that so one R one E or nothing is its rarity. A lot of people thought it was like E for electric. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Semi, get out of my way. It was like get out of here. Do I? Oh, you got pole position though. Oh man, that other series one though is keeping up. Oh, oh! Somebody parked there. Oh, that's my yellow car there. I think. Oh, some statues. Yeah, get out of the way. You don't have carbon fiber. I like that All going right. by the ferry building. Nice landmark. Man, a couple of those towers are built. Yeah. Gonna- oh, and we still got the Halloween decor up. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, Disney slow down. Oh, oh. You're going to get it. <laughs> oh, if you lose and you started in pole position, come on now. I had to get around that subway. What was that? Did you see, <laughs> did you see it? Like, do that ski? Wait. So there, first lap, a minute. One, Dizzy still in the lead. Thank me later in second. Galactics third. Just NFT three is fourth. Big Norm with his semis in fifth. And Game Lands is bringing up the rear of the pack in six. Wait, wait. Game Lands is losing to a semi? I want to change. How do I wish I could view. <laughs> wait, are we about to lap them? We're going to lap them, guys. <laughs> Do you see the mini map? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lap them. I hope this semi runs you over, Dizzy. Come on. No, I hope some uh, people along this trap build. It's going to be cool when you have these custom race tracks and these developed communities where everything's built out. So I'm excited to once those start getting laid out. Yeah, and now it's interesting because they're doing this as a as a web game. So there's no you don't need to download a client or anything. Um, it just oh no, I wait. Did we lap them? Uh, no. You're I'm you're coming you're coming up on them. No, because I'm confused at the mini map. Look at the oh, mini the mini maps backwards. It's got dizzy and last, and it's not right. Yeah, your mini yeah, map position's kind of uh kind of screwy. Well, I think it is okay. I think it's actually 
correct in the sense of that's probably the position of the people, but it doesn't match. the The icons are messed up. Yeah, yeah. The icons because you are can messed see up. It has mine big, but it has. Oh, like, can I like? <laughs> oh wait, I can view other people. Oh, this is great. Hold on, I can just even though I'm <laughs> do this. Wait. Big Norm, this this semi is hauling. <laughs> this semi is crushing. Like, get it. Um, so that's interesting. We just dizzy. Just dizzy doesn't even know he's racing. It's just like cruising. Um, Dizzy's been getting in here and uh, celebrating. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there you go. Wait, there was only two laps. I call shenanigans. There were three laps. It said two laps. No, that no, was definitely no, because because you came through on your second lap with your fastest lap at just over a minute flat. Your, your first lap was one hundred and one. Your second one was a minute, and then your third one. I, I was watching Dizzy celebrate. Oh, you know what? The you know what's interesting though. It doesn't take you out. Cause like that's over. Yeah. So I bet like if we go to like Russell's, like he's probably not sitting here. Race is full. The races reach max numbers. Okay, sure. I'll take a look. I'll be a spectator. Let's see what Russell. This is kind of they're probably just like racing. Yeah, this is cool though. So if they're just like racing casually, you can just go watch, watch them too. So hopefully the load time gets faster. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say it's interesting because they've gone with a web client. Oh, see, so this is interesting. So. I guess it was a qualifying round, but like this is probably a stale game because even game game lands is here. Yeah, they had to have been. Uh, they had to have been earlier. Yeah, I mean this definitely is a step in the right direction. Um, ag- again, they are. See, I'm in Santa Clara. Uh, oh, am I am I too far to? I need to buy more legits. <laughs> the only reason to buy legits is to burn them. Um, so with a with the web client, there are some definitely some graphical limitations, All right? I mean, we see it in Upland itself um, when it gets uh, too graphic, then uh, it starts to get glitchy. The only good legit is a burn legit. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, you don't have to keep showing me, but I'm gonna keep shopping. Okay. I got, I got things. I got th- oh my gosh! Never mind. I'm gonna stop shopping because I, I'm in the caption nonsense. I don't like captions. <laughs> All right. So here is the markup floor. So the lowest markup percentage for each city. Um, Rutherford, three hundred twenty-seven percent is the cheapest markup you can find. Uh, all the way down to the Bronx at one hundred and five percent. Fresno is still high at 219, but Fresno is pretty cheap to start. Yeah. 
Now, this this one's your favorite one is the cheapest property and what the markup is for that in Upex. So, Manhattan, even though it's 77,777 Upex for the cheapest property, that is a 7,778% markup. I like the symmetry there. Like <laughs> kudos to whoever did that. Because what does that mean? What's the what was the mint price on that? Math peoples. What would it have had to have been? Like seven hundred? <laughs> like Ubik's like what was what can get you almost a tenth well a ten X up would be seven thousand. So it was probably like um, nine thousand, maybe. Thousand. A thousand? No. Yeah. No, because seventy-seven. Oh, <laughs> oh you hey. That's mean, but yeah, let's we'll do that. Okay, we'll keep talking. Right. Uh, is it is it a thousand up? Was there a thousand upex properties in Manhattan? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, people were making a killing in Harlem for less Holy than a thousand. Right, man. Who's selling that? Who is who's trying to hawk a thousand upex property? Dizzy, is that you? I see you. <laughs> Who is? I will tell you. Let's look it up. So while you're looking that up, so the the spooktacular. So this weekend, last weekend was Halloween. Um, I went to San Francisco and dressed up as TML. If you have not seen me, with that, hence why I don't have um, my my standard goatee going because I, I actually shaved completely for the costume. Uh, Dr. Nobi was there. We, uh, <laughs> inside of this St. Regis, which is part of the curator collection. It's actually uh, on top of a museum uh, with a jigsaw and foam and plastic sheets and paint. Like it looked like a murder room for sure. <laughs> it, um, and so it was crazy fun. Um, and yeah, got to see the Upland team and we explored San Francisco. Uh, got to see the painted ladies in person, which was super fun. We went down to Ghirardelli Square, had some um, chocolate and uh, Sundays. We drove down. Um, Dirtiest work I've ever done in a fancy hotel. I believe that. I want to know what the cleanest work you've ever done in a dirty hotel is. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's a more interesting story. Uh, um, that comment right there dropped people. Two people just said, oh, out. No. Um, I mean, that property um, sold. The 7777 property sold. So It sold? It sold. Jeez so congratulations geez. on that sale. Nice markup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, we drove down Twisted Lumbar. Uh, it was it was really cool. I got to see uh, the 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 pub that I own that was uh, showering at the Motel Eight. Uh, 
the One Mission Street, which is the pub that was saved by uh, from the Great Fire because the uh, the pub owners bribed the firefighters with kegs of beer to save uh, the pub, and they did. They actually guarded it um, essentially with their lives, which was super cool um, to see. Did you go yeah, in there and say, look, I own this property in the virtual world? I didn't. Um, I did not do that. Maybe next time, but honestly, probably not. Uh, <laughs> all right. Files download conflict. I don't. Yeah. All right. So still the cheapest markups. by pro- So somebody had a good score in Manhattan. Uh, Rutherford's 1,361. Santa Clara's a 1,837% markup. Uh, San Francisco's a 693% markup. So if you got into San Francisco, you're doing pretty well. Um, yeah, which is nice, right? I mean, that's the other thing, you know, I, I know that we, we are, you know, like, oh, I wish it was a higher floor, but the reality is that there was tons of properties that were like 300 UPEX. Like, yes. can you imagine paying 300 UPEX for a, um, a San Francisco property? Like, and there was no FSA. <laughs> it was. Buy yeah. whatever you wanted. It was. Error, merge, error, fine, whatever. I don't care. Um, Bottom five city floors. Moving on. Um, pretty stable, pretty solid. Rio, Detroit, Chicago, Fresno, and Porto. Nice. Not much to say after that. Um, U.S. dollars. Los Angeles, you could get a property for 41% in U.S. dollars. Wow. Less than 50%. Nashville was at 50%. Las Vegas at 51%. Kansas City at 52%. Chicago at 53%. Queens, Detroit, Rio at 54%. Oakland at 56 And Porto at 57 This is the first time since we started tracking that that everything was under 60%. And That's true. And you're looking at the top five cities very close to 50% or less or the bottom five cities, the cheapest five. I don't know. Either way, confused you enough. I'm very confused. (laughs) All right. Sold out percentages. Um, Arlington up another three, uh, 3% to 48% Dallas up 2% to 65%. And the other, Person to jump, or only other city to jump up was Queens to eighty five percent plus one percent from last week. Nice. Unminted properties, four hundred and one thousand one hundred and sixty eight still available to mint. Los Angeles is still leading the way with one hundred and ninety two thousand six hundred and eighty five properties available. Um, and I didn't verify if we corrected the issues from last week of. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't peer check. But either way, um, Queens had the most sales this week with 963. Uh, kind of weird. Usually we have one or two cities over a thousand in sales, but. Oh, sorry. Did not mean to. No, go for it. There you go. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was, I was just prepping it. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to like overtake. I thought it was going to add it to the queue. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, sales are kind of down. Secondary market sales are kind of down. Um, maybe I'll start tracking that, too, week to week. 
I'll figure that out mm-hmm. too. But we'll get it. We'll right. get it. All right, you ready? You ready to see? Okay, so now let me do. Well, no, we're not doing that next. Oh yeah, we can do that after. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Dobie's still there. Um, so let me caveat a bunch of things here because I don't want people to see what we're doing and then feel any sort of negative way about what Upland is creating. We are developing a, a game that will be like, you'll need to download a client. Like you'll need to go to steam and download it. It's much higher graphics, et cetera, because it's, it's not a web-based game. Uh, the Upland uh, racing is in browser. It's very easy. It's you click it. So, and they're dealing with uh, a, a bunch of different aspects as well um, from what we're doing. So, I just want to caveat all of that before I show this because this is <laughs> this is super cool, and I don't want people to be like, "Well, why doesn't the other one look like this?" Because this is highly stylized. Um, for what? All right. Do, 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 do. Should have waited till it actually loaded. Hold. And you want to talk about load times? Like there's still massive load times for things. All right. So this is the, um, Spooktacular. So if you haven't heard about it, oh yeah. Uh, this is, oh, and they're super aggressive. These are modified Series 1R cars um, with uh, custom skins that were created as part of a charity auction uh, that ended uh, Halloween. And we will be hosting the official uh, races next week. We had some AI technical difficulties for, oh, sorry. Get the cursor out of the way. All right, fine. Um, We had some some technical difficulties with the AI, so it had to be postponed. However, uh, it is, oh, man, that looks really cool. It is back on track for next week. Uh, we will have the qualifiers. On, we'll do some test racing on Monday. Probably some test racing tomorrow, too, if I'm being honest. Um, and then the uh, test racing on... That's interesting. That's new. They're getting really... They're, they're really, like, messing with it and, and adding in a bunch of extra stuff. But all of the stuff here, so this is all about elevating the layer one content. So just like we saw in the Upland race, the, um, you know, this is based on the actual Upland map. This one is particulars in Creedmoor. Um, It is a sanctioned tract from the URL, uh, which is the Upland Racing League um, that is run uh, by DAC and team. So, oh, no. Oh, (laughs) Oh, sloppy driving. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, so this will be uh, qualifiers on Wednesday, and then the finals will be next Friday, which is going to correspond perfectly with the launch of 11.11 NFT Gallery. So next Friday is a big day for UpX World. 
Uh, we will have the finals of the Spooktacular, which will close out this amazing event. Um, oh, some bump drafting. And uh, we'll also kick off the first round of the 1111 NFT Gallery competition um, for uh, buying those. So if you haven't, and we're going to talk, we're going to bring Dr. Novi on here and uh, he'll be talking a lot about it. So I, I won't take any of his thunder. Oh, that black and white one does look cool. I know Architect Architect has the, the black and white one. Uh, that's his skin. And the way that we're doing that, well, I won't take up, I won't monopolize too much time here to talk about this. If you want to learn more about what we're doing uh, with these races and uh, everything else that's happening with UpX World, you can catch that live on Twitch, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at UpX World Live. Um, but yeah, it is really exciting uh, and fun. The, the team's having a lot of fun with this. Obviously, it's very highly stylized, but a lot of the assets are taken directly from Upland. The the buildings and everything are from the you know the Creedmoor map and the decorations. Even like the dancing jack lanterns are repurposed um, uh, Upland assets. So it is uh, really cool. Uh, the development team uh, put a lot of time and effort in, into making this happen. And so I'm definitely excited to showcase this. And, in fact, I know that there's actually uh, some other modifications that are being made as well. Um, if you have ideas or things that you would like to do, especially around racing, uh, reach out to me and uh, we can try and connect. I'm, I know almost for sure we will do a um, – a Christmas New Year's version of this. Um, so look for that. That should be really fun. Nice. That, that looks like a good time. And I'm excited to continue to see what you guys do there. Yeah. And so, again, like it, it is important. There's there's different styles of racing. I mean, just like in the real world versus gaming. I got to like, step away really quick. So continue with that and um, do the uh, and bring uh, Dr. Noby on. I got something going on here. I, I'll be back. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. No worries. Do, do, do. I remove you from the stream. Noby, you there? Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Uh, the team has done a, done a great job. I think this is going to be. A blast. And again, uh, this is a highly stylized version. Um, it is more uh, reminiscent of, say, uh, what did I just say? Uh, I just, <laughs> yes. Um, it, oh, gosh, sorry. I, oh, there, I'm going to add you to the stream so that way people can look at your ugly mug too. Uh, <laughs> so, this is this is much more to me like Need for Speed style um, versus like a sanctioned. Uh, we don't use any of the actual modifiers or uh, attributes of the NFTs. This is arcade style fun. It is not meant to be uh, the same caliber of race that you'll that I would expect to see from uh, officially sanctioned races, especially the official. Uh, URL races. This is much more arcade style, uh, fun racing, uh, and there's definitely going to there's definitely a need for both. I think. Yeah, 
or burnout. Oh my gosh. Like I just can't wait. Can you imagine just like boosting into like the building with the dec- decorations and just watching it explode and then trying to get as many points? Like I love burnout was absolutely one of my favorite, if not my favorite car game, I think maybe ever. I'm not I'm not a huge I dabble. I'm just really <laughs> bad at driving in car games, so I don't like them as much, but like need for speed. I I liked, I was never, I didn't have the patience for things like Forza or any of the hyper realistic ones where you had to like tweak every, you could like tweak every little component, the gears and everything. Like who's got time for that? Just give me a fun car. Do you remember SF rush? SF rush for N64. It's the first game that I remember with, uh, car damage like you could blow up your car it would get wrecked no but now you just made what's the one there was one where you could like oh it was almost like tony hawk in the sense of like you were just trying to do cool tricks and was it a hot wheels game it wasn't hot wheels it wasn't hot wheels i remember being amazed because it was the first time i ever saw the glare on top of a car like they reflected and you could do modifiers like upside down or like low gravity. And so you would just like race, like it wasn't necessarily a race. It was almost like a, like a, uh, like a, like a trick game. Like you're trying to spin the car. Yeah. Yeah. It was a trick game. Yeah. I think that might've been SF rush actually. That's what I was thinking when you said that I was like that, that was what immediately triggered. Now I got to Google SF rush. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, or Crazy Taxi, that was a good one. Crazy Taxi was good. I mean, I definitely, I, I want to essentially web 3 all of the old school games, right? Like, that's that's where, to me, the nostalgia and the fun is. Like, let's recreate Crazy Taxi in San Francisco now uh, or L.A. I think we, we have this discussion, Crazy Taxi was actually based in L.A. maybe. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. But, you know, Crazy Taxi. Oh, oh, it was. Rush. Yes. San Francisco Rush. Is it real or is it Rush? Jeez, old Pete's. It's Rush. Oh. Is that? Yeah. I'm going to wax nostalgically on that. So you got a thing going on. Yeah, I got a thing. Do you have a thing? Thanks for having me. Thanks for remembering that I was here this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I, you know what? It was, it was intentional because now, <clears throat> you know, there's more anticipation. We had our bonding yeah. experience in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, you, we actually had the, the event, the landing event. Which the landing event. The well landing event on halloween oh yes landing that's what you mean by landing i was like when our planes landed i'm (laughs) oh no 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 sorry yeah that was that's fair my train of thought i i skipped tracks and didn't um that's fair no the actual crash on on halloween so if you didn't attend the after party of the halloween special uh, the Genesis ship has crashed. 
um, on a what we thought was a desolate planet. However, there was one person, well, one being living on this planet. And of all the places for the ship to crash, it crashed directly on his house that he was living in isolation away from everybody because, yeah. And then, yeah, so you want to give a little bit of, let's give them a little bit of backstory and lore, and then we'll, we'll talk about how they can uh, participate in this cool uh, upcoming event. Yeah, so uh, my name is Johnny Leftwich. My uh, username, as you can see, is Dr. Nobi. Um, Dr. Nobi is a character uh, in the lore of Upex World. Um, he is a, uh, I guess, former scientist who was researching about the key to immortality uh, and then performed an experiment on himself <clears throat> and woke up a thousand years later. So achieved the immortality, but had kind of become this something different, something other than human. So decided to uh, seclude himself on a desolate planet and uh, lived there peacefully until this guy comes crashing in, ramming his ship into his structure. For um, the record, there, I think there's a large misconception. TML is not the captain of the Genesis mm, ship. Yeah. I am simply... I, I am simply a, uh, a passenger. Um, yeah, no, there's a whole crew. I'm just one uh, of the, who's yeah, the captain? more of a historian. Do what? Is, is there a captain? There is a captain. We oh. actually have a whole um, lore. Um, so, like, you really haven't met the crew of the ship. Um, so, like, that isn't something that we've um, really publicly talked about yet is the actual crew of the ship. But, the, yeah, I'm not actually a member of the crew. I'm, and none of the Genesis members are. Uh, we're all just um, passengers of the Genesis ship. So there's actually a whole... Um, but anyway. Is the captain an NPC or an actual player character? Um, it would be NPC for the oh, okay. Like, it's not, it's not controlled by anybody. It's, so the entire crew is NPC. I gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I was I was uh, starting to feel bad that I didn't acknowledge someone's place no, no, as no, the no. captain. And we haven't talked about it at all. Um, so no, I'm technically I'm I'm just a historian. I, I think I have my backstory is like I'm just like the historian, and uh, my name is an homage to uh, Genesis, uh, who gave her life uh, to figure out how to merge human and AI right. um, sentience. So. Um, no, not the captain, just, uh, just a guy on the ship, just a guy on the ship, sometimes dresses as a turtle. <laughs> uh, well, so anyway, whoever anyway, was, sorry, whoever yeah, was piloting sorry. the ship, uh, I think, I think the, the, the reason they ended up hitting the structure was not that they were aiming for it, but that they were like, there's a structure there. Maybe somebody around there can help us, but then they were unable to really control it and ended up just smashing through the the structure um so yeah so then i you know arise up out of the rubble and uh turns out i'm fine my dwelling is underground um but uh on the surface is where i kept my art collection of rare art um that that was the doctor's hobby is collecting rare art what's that tear for oh yeah yeah all all of my art is gone Holy shit, I wasn't ready for a dog behind you. Sorry. 
<laughs> I was like, there's an animal in your house. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so one of the crew, uh, Robzilla ends up offering, um, Dr. Nobi a piece of her art to kind of get the collection restarted. And, um, and that's the beginning of. Do we have that art? Do you have, do you have that art on your computer handy? I oh, sorry, I know, do not have to do. No, it's okay. Yeah, I can pull it up here. Yeah, which is super cool. So if you're not, you know, part of the 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 server, we do try and incorporate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, I was just like the dog, the doggos. I like doggos. Um, if you you know, be a part of the story. So Rob Zilla actually came to me weeks ago when we started, uh, you know, talking about. Uh, her plant Luna that she was uh, feeding. Um, oh my gosh! Why did I just forget the name of our our beverage? Elsie, Elsie Brew, Jeezel Pete's um, feeding Elsie Brew that had some weird side effects, and so this plant's been causing a little bit of chaos. And she messaged me like, "Can can Luna crash the ship?" And I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> yes, it can, 100." Um, percent And so yeah, Luna has eaten through some wires uh, that caused it to malfunction. We were actually on our way to um, rescue some ninjas we got a distress signal from. Uh, so we are we are weaving lore through all of these kind of foundational experiences, um, which is, is really fun to do. And it's, it's like a living book. Um, you know, we're kind of you know, going at a, what is that sound? That is, is it like a knocking sound? Yeah. That is uh, my freezer. So it has this mechanism in it where it has an ice maker, but it's not like on the door. Like it, it makes it in the freezer and dumps it into a bin that's just in the freezer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way it tells if it's full or not is it has this like bar that swings up. Sure. So it dumps the ice and then this bar goes like this to like knock any other ice out of the way. So it just does this for about 15 minutes <laughs> every like hour or so. So let me see if I can do something about that. Hold on. All you got to do is just put it up. You just yeah, put it yeah. up. I'll put it up. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're talking about his ice machine. That's what I come back to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were out of kids Tylenol. My wife had to run and get some four year olds not feeling too hot and, Oh, yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah. The dog's like, what are you doing? I know. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm interested in the doggo. <clears throat> so wait, who watched the doggo? Why, who watched the doggo while you were in San Fran? A friend of ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I think it's the or, origin story. So, yes. uh, oh yeah, so Rob Zilla. So anyway, yeah, we were talking about Rob Zilla um, offered uh, her painting and said, you know, when when we heard that we had destroyed it, she ran back to the ship and um, came back and was like, "Hey, you can have my art to restart 
collecting. So we are on a mission now to help Dr. Nobi replenish his art collection. So we are seeking any form of art across the galaxy, well, any form that follows very specific protocols that are sent by <laughs> NFT. Um, no, it's, it's good. There's been some good questions and dialogue uh, around it. Um, I know there was some, there's questions of concern on like the, like giving, giving up the art to 1111 NFT in a sense that, um, 1111 NFT is going to be the minter of the NFTs and has the rights to that. And that's my understanding, Dr. Nobi, is that's because of the way that it's going to be used and sold that it needs to have the copyright so that way it can't be used elsewhere <laughs> um, if the artist was to keep it and leverage it in another fashion that could uh, potentially damage the the brand of 1111 NFT. Is that is that a fair summation of that? Is there more to it? Yeah, that that's part of it. Um, you know, we definitely want to make sure that when people are uh, and I just I just sent you via text uh, Rob Zilla's submission because I yeah. couldn't get it to work <laughs> on my thing. So if you can figure that out, great. Um, but uh, so. Uh, yeah, so we definitely want people to understand that when they're submitting their art to 11.11, it is Whoa. basically you're, you're giving it to 11.11. So it's, think of it like a commissioned piece, you know, like you did the work, now you give it away. Um, but you're not just giving it away, you're giving it to us so that we can then use it within this system, which is complex and we'll go into it. Um, but at a very, very basic level, it's kind of akin to like a record label where a band records an album <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the record label owns that music, but the record label also publishes the music and sets up tours for them and like does all this stuff. So it's, it's a, it's a give and take, but for the purpose of, you know, supporting, uh, the artists and getting their art into uh, Upex world, but specifically what you were talking about yeah. with the copyright stuff. Yeah. It, it's for people. It's so that artists don't reuse their work. And it's also so that if somebody else is using your work that you submitted to 1111, 11, now has the right to go to them and say, okay, you need to stop this basically cease and desist or we're sicking the lawyers on you. So it, it gives you uh, a, a level of, power that sometimes you know especially freelance artists wouldn't have on their own that's a really good point too right of you don't have to worry about that as an artist of defending it and, and again it's going to be one of those um it's a different model than i think we've seen in the space um and i can i appreciate people this is so cool yeah. Oh my god. This is the Genesis piece of art for 1111. Oh man. I Wow. Uh share screen. Hold on, let me. Uh, I was like you guys are commenting but nobody's seeing anything. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Here, it here it comes. Here it comes. There, there we go. go. So, this is actually This was actually a physical art 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you can submit um, digital art or physical art. Uh, this is <clears throat> a picture of a piece of physical art. Um, and the, but the catch is if you, you are submitting physical art, you also have to submit a video of that physical art being destroyed. So this is, uh, so this is actually for the array as opposed to the pyramid. Again, different parts of 1111, um, for the array, you can submit something that you've done before, as long as you haven't sold it or sold the rights or anything. But for the pyramid, it has to be a completely unique piece because those pieces are the ones that um, people are going to be bidding on. And then the owner of that piece from the pyramid uh, gets a large portion of the recurring revenue once those pieces are put on in-game items. So, yeah. th- so those, really- those have to be one of ones. Yeah, so it's it's two phases. You essentially have your your qualifying round, which is the array. So those pieces will be bought in bulk. They'll be mint on demand, um, and you'll be able to go. It's also kind of like uh, an artist rookie card. Uh, I think you described it like this is going to be tradable and uh, very collectible. I'm I'm definitely going to be picking up a couple of these. This is really cool. Um, and then the the top eleven each month will then go to the pyramid, which is more of the official competition, um, and that will be then uh, one piece a month uh, for that. And we and we can once the that actually starts, we will obviously have more details. I would say for the purposes of this, uh, we should focus on the array and and also how do they get involved. So. You need the two pieces. One can be previously created but cannot be sold, uh, and that will be the piece that goes up for sale in the array on the 11th, potentially. And then one piece that would be your first pyramid piece, which has to be completely unique uh, and created for the purposes of the 11-11 competition. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. Yeah. So you need two pieces of art. Um, that's all it takes, and I highly encourage um, anybody and everybody to submit two pieces. Um, if you know an artist, if you know somebody who's trying to get into the space, this is a great way to do it. Um, it's very um, low risk in the sense of these don't have to be your top pieces. These can be you know, just pieces maybe that you have. I talked to some artists who says, oh, well, I have this like side project I've been working on that I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. It doesn't really fit with like the main stuff I do. I was like, that's great. What isn't it Stephen King who wrote a bunch of books under a pseudonym? Like, like sounds right. Romance novels or something like under a pseudonym. Um, I, I don't know why that that is ringing to mind of like, it's okay. Like if you are, if there's, uh, something that you're experimenting on and you're like, oh, this might be kind of fun, submit it. Um, I am, this is going to be the Genesis cohort. The These first 11, and Rice, thank you, Ustin, 8, uh, Onik. Um, this is the Genesis cohort of 11.11. These are going to be, uh, I've, I've been telling people, I equate it to like the CryptoPunks equivalent in this space. Um, these will be the first NFTs leveraged in this way. 
Um, these will be the first in the competition. This is, you know, season one of the competition, if you will, or cohort one. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, and being able to be one of those first 11, I think, is going to be a, a great advantage uh, because in I, I feel like over the next several months, it will be much more competitive to get into um, than where it is right now. Yeah, for sure. And these, um, you know, if you're watching this, maybe you've seen us or heard us explain it elsewhere. But the the real significance of these pieces is that they're going to be um, available. The images anyway are going to be available to be put on in-game items. So like, for example, a T-shirt that your character can wear. Um, and so that's the actual value proposition is that think of a game like Fortnite. You know, you can buy in-game items um, same deal with Upex world and this is the art that can go on those items and then whenever those in-game yeah. item in-game items are purchased with this art on it uh, then there's a split and um, uh, the artist the owner of the nft gets most of that uh, but the artist also makes a little on that as well so that's a source of uh, recurring revenue for the artist as well hold on i think i can Maybe. Oh wait, hold on. Where is my other window? Give me a second here. I think I can. And we're back. Present, share screen. Give me a second. Window here. Because I think this is what you wanted to. Uh, let's see here. I'm not going to go through the whole presentation. Um, good content though you can pause the video and, and look at it if you want no wait oh I need to layers of web 3 there you go blockchain NFTs Upex world mass market creators blah 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 uh, by the way if you're listening to this on a podcast I highly recommend watching the correlating YouTube video <laughs> Oh yeah, that would, oh, and this that this one is so stupid. I hate that slide because it's all video. Funnel. Okay, so what uh, Dr. Nobody was mentioning was the decentralization of the revenue streams, and here is the example using um, you know a, a fake piece of of eleven uh, eleven art where the art will actually be used to decorate and create custom in-game items. And then behind the scenes, so when a player purchases that for 125 credits or UPEX or whatever that currency is, uh, that then gets split. And you can see the owner of that pyramid piece gets the lion share, 89%. The creator of it, so when you create these arts, you will also get an artist proof, which is essentially assigned to you to say, yep, that you were the artist that created it. And this has true ownership as well. You can technically, as an artist, trade or sell your artist proof if you desire. Um, however, that is a source of uh, revenue of 6% of all in-app purchases in perpetuity. So... If you are one of the first artists to create pieces, you can see how being, you know, especially if it's cool, that that could become very viral and be one of the things that people use a lot 
because it's one of the original pieces of art. Um, so that's why I am so excited about it. Of uh, This has potential to be really different than what we've seen in the art space. Right now, most art is just valued on its, you know, it looks cool, it's rare, people are, it's popular. Like, and that's great, but really the only way to get money out of that is to then sell it for a profit. Um, there are some like staking mechanics, but most of those are based off of like, honestly, shoestring tokenomics where they're giving you, uh, you know, a currency that they've made up in exchange for essentially nothing. And here you are actually being paid by the players. Uh, the players are using their money to say, these are the ones that we think are cool. These are the ones that we want to use. And you will then generate the revenue from it. Um, so it's it's a completely different model and it will help add passive revenue uh, to these previously uh, static kind of NFTs that were cool and collectible, um, but now, you know, have some a different value problem. Yeah. And it's kind of, um, you know, as with most things in, in this space, it's decentralizing, you know, so it's the decentralization of art, uh, into video games, not all art. So somebody was actually a little confused about this understandably, because, you know, you think of art in video games and you think of like the character models and like the actual elements that are making up the video game. That's not what this is. So this well, that's not that's not what eleven eleven NFT gallery is, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, all, all of the actual video game art is still you know developed behind the scenes and and made into you know uh, a game, and then those pieces. I mean, I don't want to speak for UTML, but I assume they're not going to be like sold. Well, no, they are actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like most of like, I mean, even like our skins, right? I mean, that's what we just did with the car racing. Like those are in-app, you know, digital items, those uh, car skins. And they are owned by, not me. Like they're owned by 12 people. I guess technically I do own one of them. Um, but those in-game items are owned by other people. And uh, the accessories, so there is like the, the VIX, which is there are some assets that are either unlockable or otherwise obtainable, but every in-app purchase. So if you're buying a skin, if you're buying a, a piece of equipment or an add-on for your um, avatar, all of that is actually backed 100% by various NFTs. So... Um, anytime that any purchase is made, whether it's for ninja training or whether it's to print a T-shirt, everything is backed by NFTs, including, so you can see here, like we're going to, if we're making a T-shirt base form, there's going to be a corresponding NFT that we will have minted and it will be linked to that in-app purchase for transparency of where is the revenue being split who is receiving this revenue, um, and then uh, how can it be tracked? So that is a, a very, very important piece of the Upex World platform. Yeah, so I see this as highly advantageous for not only artists, because you can, you know, in a sense, this is kind of like Spotify, where now any artist can just upload their stuff onto Spotify, and now anybody in the world can access it. 
you know, mm. so on, on one hand, it's kind of like that where yeah. you can submit your work to 11.11 and basically I, Dr. Nobi, um, act as the curator, but really I'm only curating in the sense that I'm doing like quality control up front. So yeah, making sure that there's not copyright material or just blatant use of AI um, to just make it, which there's nothing wrong with AI art can be beautiful, but this is meant for, you know, true creators. Yeah. And and AI art is like, I mean, that's a whole other discussion, but yeah, I know. Sorry. I shouldn't have even. So, so I'm, I'm doing quality control up front. um, And as long as you pass that, then it's completely uh, democratized to the, uh, players of the game um, to decide which ones go on. Uh, and well, at least from the array. So, so the array you can think of basically as like a big pile of art that I am saying, yes, it's in. And then I just throw it on the pile. And then the community goes through the pile and says, oh, we want this one to get into the pyramid. Oh, we want that one to get into the pyramid. And they vote. And then you have 11 pieces at the bottom of the pyramid. Now in the pyramid, Okay, so the array pieces you can mint as many of them as you want, um, but only for the time. You need to make one of what? Where's your Canva equivalent? You need to make a Canva for all of this. I do, and I was actually working on it today, but it wasn't really ready in time. So okay, I'd rather just talk about it. But maybe take this down so I can motion with my hands and they can understand what I'm saying because oh, the, the motion, motion of that's, my hands. That's what it is. It's yeah. not the complexity of the concept. It's no. the fact that they can't see your hand. That's why. I'm okay because now I can watch the doggo. I'm not, yeah. I'm not actually listening to you. Okay. So with uh, the array, it's like, it's just a big pile of art. Um, you can mint as many of those as you want, but you can only mint those while they are in the array. And they're only in the array between... Um, when they are approved and they they get in there on the eleventh, one of the eleventh of the month. I mean, let me rephrase that: the eleventh of one of the months. Uh, they get in there. We don't have multiple elevenths per month, um, but uh, yeah. So they get in, and then the maximum number of rounds they can be in without going to the pyramid is eleven. So that's eleven months. Uh, and then uh, once they get into the pyramid, once that artist gets into the pyramid, now it's only pyramid pieces from that artist and the array piece gets closed for minting forever. So if you want to get an array piece, you have to get it before they get into the pyramid um, or on the secondary market. So this means that if you buy a pyramid piece and they're all going to be 11 wax to start out with. So if you buy a pyramid piece for 11 wax uh, and then you hold on to that piece and then that artist ends up going all the way to the top of the pyramid and being number one, that piece is probably going to be worth a lot more than 11 wax, especially because you have to burn array pieces in order to put them on in-game items, which is different from how the pyramid pieces work. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting because these first um, these first array pieces, it's going to be fairly unknown, right? So again, that's why I equate this this first round of almost being like CryptoPunks, because like that piece that Rob Zilla did is so cool. Like yeah. I, I absolutely love it. So I'm going to be minting a bunch of them because when she gets into the pyramid and it closes forever, like that's it. However many are minted, that's all the supply that there will ever be of that. Um, and as she continues to, you know, grow in popularity, those pieces, I, 
I just go, will be very valuable. And if nothing else, I want to use it to, to make cool uh, things in game with. So, yeah. yeah. So you can, you can uh, make cool things in game with them, or you can hold on to them and trade them and, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, the pyramid, which is the next level, those pieces are all one of one. It's not infinite mints like the array. The pyramid pieces are all one of one. Um, and they go up for auction on the 11th from the 11th to the, to the 11th. Um, and then the winner of that piece is the one who's entitled to the majority of, uh, secondary sales from those in-game purchases. Yeah. Which is the, what we just showed. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we're down to single digit viewers now. So I think we're, we're ready to wrap it up. Well, this will be good for, uh, posterity yeah well and and maybe next week because it'll be the 10th um if you have that uh presentation maybe we can do a quick plug for it uh just so that way people can and know where to go to participate and to buy and make sure that they have a wax if you're not already on atomic hub um and have a wax wallet uh you should definitely do that uh, there's lots of uh, community experts on how to get wax. Don't ask me because I just go to Daddy Dizzy every time I need wax. So I just I have not figured it out. It's too complex. It's not too complex. I've done it before. There are definitely ways. It's a lot easier than it used to be. Is it okay? Good. Like, well, yeah. I, I do want to uh, address uh, at least one more thing um, with the concerns people have about uh, like giving up their art and having it minted by eleven eleven. Um, so 11.11 will be minting these NFTs, but they will all be minted again, like the rec- the record label thing, you know, it'll be an 11.11 NFT, but it will be by this artist and here's all their info and, you know, it'll direct the viewers to those artists and it'll make sure that, um, you know, they get their share of revenue and everything. So it's not just like, it's not literally a commissioned piece where we're not going to credit you and just be like, Hey, look at this cool art we did. AI, yeah, but I think it's like, like uh, yeah, it's because you your your goal is to help artists get known in the space, right? Yeah, and get paid, and get paid, right? Like that is it's one of the more more difficult spaces now, especially with the collapse of the NFT market. Like artists are very hesitant to get into the Web three space. Yeah, um, as soon unfortunately. as unfortunately, yeah, it's really sad because now, like you mentioned, NFTs to artists. And they have the same reaction as gamers. They recoil. They go, oh, no, you're, no, that's gross. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want my art to be part of that nonsense um, because it has such a negative connotation. And I really think that the way uh, Dr. Nobi is approaching it um, in the style that they're doing and with conjunction of what we're going to be able to add with Layer 2 hopefully can start to change that dialogue and show artists a path to using Web3 to be discovered. Because it's not, you don't even have to be an NFT artist. You can be a traditional medium artist. You can be a traditional painter or sculptor. If you submit the art, you know, through it, it's it can still lead people to understand, oh, wow, I want to learn more about the what you do. Um, totally. So, yeah, I'm looking for it. And, and it's going to be a diverse piece because I don't know. There was one person. Did you get somebody submit dogs? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the doggos. I was talking to somebody who had doggo pictures, and I was just like, 
yes, submit the doggos. And then um, I don't know if he's going to submit. Um, he was he had a couple different projects, and I, I won't put him on blast too much, but he had a, a retro space theme, and he's like, I don't know if it fits exactly like Epic World. I was like, Do, has, it doesn't have to have anything to do with Epic World. It can be anything. I was like, uh, I think you even mentioned like drawing a banana in paint. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like literally could, anything at this point. Like, I, I, th- that's the thing is that like uh, another aspect of this system that I think is really cool is that, you know, it is again, once it, once it passes me, I throw it on the pile. And then from there, it's all democratized. It's all, you know, people will choose what they want to see in the game. And then it'll become this like feedback loop of artists putting in their art, which right now is just a free for all, just put in whatever you want and let's see what people like. And then once you start seeing what people like, artists can kind of look at that for reference of like, okay, I want to make something like that because that seems to sell well. And then they make their thing and then people decide what they like. And it's just this back and forth of uh, communication, like artistic and financial (laughs) communication between uh, artists and the players of the game. Yeah, no, it's super cool. I I don't, I'm going to have a hard time limiting because I'm definitely submitting myself. Like 100%, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some art in it. Um, I just have to decide what I want to do. I have so many ideas. Um, Genesis yeah. banana. I like the banana. I was even thinking like, because the thing is, like the other, the other way that you should think about it, and maybe like you should as an artist, you know, use your creativity, et cetera. But I'm like, what would be viral? Like just like stick men. Like just, just sure. stick men, just... Like, I don't know. Like, I, there's just so many, like, random things. And I'm like, that could just be fun. Like, honestly, I might, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and, and that, that's another thing. That's another aspect of it. Like, uh, I, I've had questions. People ask me, like, well, what kind of art should I submit? And, like, what order should I submit them in if they're going into the pyramid and it's going to be a successive thing? And, you know, my my best answer is, uh, I don't really have an answer because we we're just getting into it and um, you know, we'll find out. But I think that the array piece is probably the one that you're going to want to submit that you feel like kind of represents you as an artist and kind of gives people a feel for what they might be able to expect later on. Um, yeah. But beyond that, you know, it's dealer's choice really. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see uh, what comes about from it. Me too. Uh, Me too. <laughs> no, I, I'm oh, really excited. Oh, you're still here? I, I'm still here, but I wasn't going to uh, interrupt the bromance, so I was just letting oh, it roll. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a like a heart filter you can put on this? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Once <laughs> once two dudes spend a weekend in San Francisco, it changes you. It's, I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> that was fun. It was, no, it was an absolute blast. I got to get some pictures of you. I don't have any of the ones with like your back piece of the eleven eleven. So send me some of those. Oh, okay. Oh, hang on. Uh, one second. Be right back. Be right back. How, how do you just like disappear? <laughs> what is he? Oh, you're. Yeah. I just had to show the headpiece since I had it on last week. So, oh yeah, yeah. It's, the, that turned out headpiece way different than when it looked last week. And oh, yeah, last week, 
and with the actual like uh makeup and stuff (laughs) yeah we well my girlfriend and i actually won uh second place at a costume contest that was fun who went yeah, first? We, were we thought you were gonna go grab the dog and make the dog say hi. <laughs> He's so big, uh, like like holding him like this, like hi. No, like seventy pounds. He's a husky pit bull. So who won first? <sighs> Some dude. Some dude. He just he just had a bunch of people there with him who were making a lot of noise, so they gave it to him. <laughs> but yeah, I, no way that uh, Doctor Doby looked legit like, uh, and uh, his his lady. Yeah, we were punk rock uh, Frankenstein and the Bride. Nice. Yeah, no, it was cool. Nice. The creature and the bride. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, real quick, we'll, we'll get into. No, th- thank you, Doctor Noby, for coming on. We'll get you on next week to wrap it up the day before your launch. Uh, very excited for your launch. It's going to be fun, yeah. and I look forward cool. to the integration um, with UpX World and everything else. And the artwork is going to be pretty awesome. So, super pumped for that. All right, 1111nft.gallery. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you, sir. Um, Real quick, we won't jump into everything else, but at least we should talk about... We we did hit the racing thing, but the other thing to it is they have an auction going on November 4th, 2022 at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So a bunch of Mint 3s being... Auctioned off a series one exclusive, a series one, and then two series two rares. Very exciting. So, and some nice colors too. I I love the royal blues. I I love the electric yellows, the jet black, the candy reds. Yes, I'm loving it. Yeah. Wait, the series T. Which one's the series T? Trucks. Oh, the trucks. Oh, a candy red truck. Yeah. Man, this is cool. Yeah. Oh, good question. So we had NFT architect ask, when's the cutoff for the submissions? November 9th. So that's the biggest thing besides the other racing news. Uh, hopefully they don't do the votes on the Upland community pool and the funding of that. We can discuss that next week since we're already an hour and 22 minutes into the episode. Um, okay. <laughs> so I'll cut it. You got anything else before we jump for the week? No, no, it's, it's a good week in Upland. It is. Things keep getting better and better. So everybody be safe, have fun, and we'll see you soon in the metaverse. The Upland Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's up.